My name is Amanda Newland Davis, and I run Oklahoma Cold Cases along with my partner Jen. At Oklahoma Cold Cases, we try to shine light on the cases of the missing, murdered, and unidentified that otherwise don't get much media attention. For the last four years, we've existed solely on Facebook, sharing the posts of the missing, murdered, and unidentified of Oklahoma. But this past year, we've branched out and started a database in which we list all of the names of every cold case that is in Oklahoma that we are currently aware of. You can find us at oklahomacoldcases.org. I would also like to take a minute to let you know about our podcast, which is called The Throwaways. It is about the Lawton Serial Killer, which is a series of unsolved killings considered to be by the same killer, which took place roughly between 1999 and 2003 in Lawton, Oklahoma. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 20 Minute Missing and Murdered, where we share a true crime in under 20 minutes. In these segments, we will be sharing information on missing people and cold cases. This podcast contains explicit content, so listener discretion is advised. The opinions expressed on this podcast are solely the views of the hosts and do not reflect the views of affiliates, associates, or sponsors of this podcast. And now, here's your siren, Raven Rollins. This is the story of Michelle Sorrells. It was the summer of 2017. What? I don't know anything about this. Mm-hmm. But I was very long ago. I was here that summer. So June 2nd began like any other day for Michelle Sorrells, 30 years old of Antlers, Oklahoma. She was staying at her mother and stepfather's home in Ada with her niece and three-month-old twins, a boy and a girl, born prematurely. Sorrels Mm -hmm. was in Ada seeking the familiarity of family as she picked up the pieces of relationship strained by domestic violence. It was that violence that had led her to separate from the twins' father, 27-year-old Leland Foster, a week earlier. I'd known Leland for about three years before we started our relationship, Sorrels said, and I would have been with him for two years this August. Sorrel said Foster had never been violent until an incident that occurred the weekend of May 28th 29th, 2017, during which Sorrel said Foster smacked their three-month-old daughter in the mouth several times. Oh, shit, dude. I, mm-hmm. I told him he couldn't come around anymore, Sorrel said, adding that she told Foster he needed to find a way to calm down and get some help. She left the door open for reconciliation if he addressed his anger issues. But Sorrel said Foster didn't see things that way. Well, she sounds like she's doing the right thing. Like, good head on your shoulders. Yeah. Like, get your shit together and you can't come around here anymore. Yeah, get your I shit mean... together and go fuck yourself. Those are your two options. <laughs> yeah. Which I speak in my language. Shortly before 12.30 p.m. on June 2nd, Foster showed up at the house wanting to see Sorrels and the babies. <laughs> at nearly 1 a.m. Okay. I'm just here for right? a visit. What the fuck, man? Yeah. That's not gonna Listen, nothing good happens after midnight. I will not stop saying this. <laughs> nothing good happens after midnight. Don't answer the door. <laughs> All right. Sorrels says she refused to let him in the house, telling Foster he needed to leave the residence and that he wasn't going to come around her or the children. He turned around to leave and he was dead calm. So I turned my back on him to unlock the door. 
Sorrel said, but as soon as I opened the door, he tackled me and forced his way into the house. Sorrel said she landed on the floor as Foster forced his way past her into the home and went straight for the twins. Hell no. He ran right to the pack and play in the living room and grabbed both of them. Sorrel said, I got up and went to grab them from him, and he tackled me again while he was holding them. Sorrel said Foster charged her and knocked her down with his shoulder, causing her to fall on a space heater, a fall she would later discover had broken several lower vertebrae. Sorrel said she told her 12-year-old niece, who was helping her watch the babies, to call 911. Dude, I'm sorry. If my fucking violent batshit estranged ex showed up, anybody that could leave the house, I'd be like, go on, get like, mm-hmm. take the phone, run outside, call 911. If you lose service, they can at least track where the call came from. Something like. Exactly. There's no, I'm yeah. sorry, baby. I'm not trying to victim shame. I'm just saying, if you got a 12 year old in the house, get her the fuck out somehow, some way. Go hide in a bush, a car. I don't know. Sorrel said she struggled to get to her feet again, not realizing her back was broken, and her niece called 911, and I forced myself up. He ran with the babies to the bathroom, and I heard the water being turned on. <gasps> yeah, this is the part that I can't, like, handle. This is why I'm making you do this one. <laughs> All right, no problem. Yeah, because it's just going to make me mad, and it's going to make you a fucking ball bag. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm so sorry. No, do it. Protect thyself. All right. Uh, (laughs) Sorrel said Foster returned to the living room without the babies as she was getting to her feet. She said he knocked her down again as he was headed toward the kitchen. In his absence from the bathroom, Sorrel said her niece ran in and tried to remove the twins from the bathtub, now filling with water. Sorrel said she tried to run into the bathroom with her niece and locked the door when Foster caught up with her, ramming the door and forcing his way into the bathroom with a knife in hand. At that point, Sorrel described an intense struggle during which she said she temporarily knocked the knife from Foster's hand and the two fought, with Foster rapidly gaining the upper hand. As her niece attempted to remove the twins, now submerged under cold water from the bathtub, Sorrel said Foster slammed her head into the wall, knocking her down. He started choking me and just started hitting him anywhere I could. I begged him to stop. I begged him not to hurt our babies. Sorrel said Foster's response to her pleas was calm despite the ongoing physical struggle. Yeah, that's when you know you're in real trouble. What the shit, dude? You said it was too late. I can't see them anymore, so you're all going to go. That's what he said. Adding that she continued to plead with him to stop. He was dead calm, she said. Dead calm. He just said it's too late for that now. Sorrel said she tried to take her son out of the water, but Foster ripped him out of my arms and literally threw him back in the tub face down, then started choking her again. As the pair struggled, Foster trying to kill the twins and Sorrel's desperately trying to stop him, she said she managed to turn the running water off. That's when he began hitting her in the back, she said, and eventually pushed her down and sat on her. Sorrel said she continued to try to reach the twins, but it was becoming difficult to breathe and she was beginning to lose consciousness. She said she could hear yelling, but she couldn't make out who was yelling or what was being said. That's when I hear two shots ring out, Sorrel said. As soon as I heard the shots, he yelled, oh, and I shoved him off me and grabbed my babies. He dropped and twitched one time on the floor and went still. Unbeknownst to Sorrel's, her niece escaped the bathroom and fled to a neighbor seeking help. That's what she should... Never mind. We're not going to... I'm not doing this. (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay. Okay. (laughs) 
Neighbor Cash Freeman armed himself and ran next door. Hell fucking yeah, Cash Freeman. Oh, oh, Get it, Cash. Get shit. It. Hit me, hit me up. I'm going to make you a trophy. Anyways, <laughs> police say when Freeman entered the bathroom and saw what was unfolding, he fired twice, killing Foster almost instantly. Boom. Sorrel said she remembers Freeman looking at her saying, ma'am, are you okay? Are the babies okay? I was screaming my babies because Foster had turned them face down in the water, Sorrel said. He took the time to say, ma'am, are you okay? Ma'am. That's just, that's so Southern. It's I just, just a habit though. It just flies out. I even call sirs yes ma'am on the phone. It just flies out. <laughs> and then, like I've done it, I've done it to that guy that I can't name who I'm dating on accident. I'm like, yes ma'am. <laughs> oh, yes sir. And then if I say sir, you know, around certain mixed company, especially like a feminist crowd, if I yes sir him, they look at me concerned, like I should blink twice if I'm in danger. <laughs> I'm like, it ain't fucking like that. Oh, I'm Southern. Shut up. I got mad respect for my boo. That's all it is. Okay. That's great. All right. We, we took a comedic break for this. Just for, so sorry. Just for a second. No, it's needed. Maybe, maybe other people need it too, because this is a very enraging story. Yeah, and I yeah. kind of wish this fucker had suffered a little more, but whatever. So, and I'm not sure. I I couldn't find how old the neighbor was, but I don't know. With a name like Cash, I don't think he's that fucking old. You know, I don't. That's I what don't I was thinking. So, and I know some Freemans. I, I could ask them. Be like, hey. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know that name sounds so familiar. Like so familiar. The first name, last name, the combo does. Hmm. Yeah. I don't Cash know. Freeman. Like I've heard that before. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Okay, so at that point, police began to arrive, and Sorrel said she remembers being asked repeatedly if she was hurt and if the babies were hurt. She doesn't remember her response. She, I mean, uh, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> that trauma response is yeah. fucking quick. So quick. Anyway, yeah. um, she doesn't remember her response. She said she remembers police officers kicking the bathroom door off the frame to gain entry. What? He was locked in there with her? Uh, that's the part that I was like, I don't understand mm -hmm. that. Like That doesn't make sense. Did Freeman shoot him through the door? Because it says that he saw what was going on. You, so you just... I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not... There's no way that's what happened. I just don't... I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. Honestly, don't know. <clears throat> this is just like literally her telling of yeah, this. Yeah, and so, she, I mean, she honestly might be remembering Cash Freeman kicking the door bursting through the door yeah, right some, i right. don't know that's kind of strange and it's really strange that the perp would shut the door and lock it behind him with all them in there well i mean if he's trying to take them all out you know I, like, why would you shut the door it's it's twins and a woman or i mean it's possible that the because it says the 12 year old escaped the bathroom so maybe she accidentally shut the door behind her and locked and locked it i don't know no that's fucking that's not gonna happen that's weird I don't like know. oh it's just polite to just leave my fucking aunt and this crazy person and my cousins in there in the bathtub <laughs> just shut the door you know yeah. the, the whole world know, doesn't man. need to see what's going on there's no way i just that part doesn't uh -uh. make sense to me I don't, <laughs> at me. I don't, yeah, at me. At me on Facebook. I don't know. Uh, it was the Ada News. Yeah. So. Oh, dear God. Ada News at me. <laughs> Ada News at me with your... Never mind. I'm not even gonna... Okay. Mm. 
She remembers police officers kicking the bathroom door off the frame to gain entry. She remembers having to step over Foster's body and navigate fallen debris to get out. The twins were rescued and taken by Mercy EMS to Mercy Hospital Ada, where it was determined they both had skull fractures, this son of a bitch, and needed to be transported to another hospital in Oklahoma City. (sighs) Doctors wanted the twins airlifted, but a low cloud ceiling in the skies that day prevented AeroVac life team from flying, according to emergency officials. Undeterred, paramedics from Aravac joined Mercy EMS personnel and helped transport the twins by ambulance. Sorrels was taken to Mercy Hospital, aided by a police officer at the scene. The babies are doing better, Sorrels said in June 2018, so this is a year later. My daughter has the more serious fracture. It actually caused a physical dent in her skull, but my sons mm. didn't. They need to be seen again in six weeks. But the doctor said if it has to happen, it's good that it happened when they were so young and their skulls were still forming. He's got a point. Sorrel, and where they won't remember this shit. Like, no shit. Please, God, like, I'm so glad they won't remember this shit. No shit. Opinions inside. Shut up with opinions. Uh, <laughs> oral injuries may take longer to heal and she may require surgery. I have three compression fractures in my lower back and I have to have those checked out again in the next couple of days to see if I've if I have to have surgery to repair it. Sorrel said, my left foot is fractured and I have a multitude of bruises, scrapes, and abrasions everywhere else. I mean, shit, yeah, you can imagine. A lot of the bruises are centered on my back and my throat from him hitting me when I was trying to get the babies from him choking me. But I'm okay. I did everything I possibly could for them. I was not going to let him kill my babies if I could stop it, she said. When speaking of Freeman's intervention, Sorrels broke down. If it wasn't for him, my babies and I would be dead, she said. Pontotoc County District Attorney Paul Smith determined the fatal shooting to be a justifiable use of deadly force under Oklahoma law. It's true. I've brought up the greater good several times, and that's yeah. it. We have to take one life to save three. And I know that this gentleman, I can't imagine walking through life knowing that you've taken a life because that's the yeah. opposite of why I'm here. But at the same time, he saved three lives in fucking doing that. And also, like, I'm sorry, at 27, you're batshit crazy if you're acting like that like absolutely crazy that's not love when you want all three of them to die because you can't see them that's fucking ridiculous no yeah and these poor babies these preemie babies and this mom with a literal broken back is like fighting tooth and nail to save them it's just like i'm so glad that it worked out for in their favor you know what i mean yeah someday if they ask where their father is like i i'll help you whoever you are <laughs> that gets asked. I'll help yeah. you make up a story. I promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Add us. We'll, we'll come yeah, up with something. We'll make. We'll make up some lore. That really went better than I thought it was going to. That was pretty. That was a strong, strong ending. Very strong ending. Thanks for listening to this episode of 20 Minute Missing and Murdered. All suspects are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Join us next time on the Sirens Podcast. Do we have an outro?
That's our outro, isn't it? 